Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Agribusiness lawyer Trent Thorne joins us this morning. And the Rural Press Club of Queensland's May lunch in Brisbane was on last Friday. Um, and Australia's top biosecurity veterinarians have been sent to Indonesia to help combat the spread of foot and mouth disease and lumpy skin. Now, we talked about this earlier with Senator Susan McDonald, just about the real threats that we are um, and we are in if something was to break out and now under a Labor government how things are certainly changing. Trent, good morning. You're very clear on this as well that there is some real concern about our livestock industry um, if we don't get it right from a biosecurity perspective and try and get under control exactly what is going on um, with some of these countries and their biosecurity and maybe suspending markets might be the way to go. Yeah, Dobbo, this is one of the most serious issues we've faced as a you know a livestock sector for you know many decades. Really, we we haven't had um, as serious a disease as this just sitting off our doorstep. Um, and and talking to a few people who've been up in markets, particularly Indonesia, um, there is an incredible amount of concern. I think as um, John McKillop said at the press club the other day, it's sort of not a case of you know, be alert, not alarmed, but um, the probability of it of it coming here, I won't quote the statistics, but it's increasing every single month. So it's um, it's moving into a stage where, unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be more than likely that uh, one or both of those diseases will enter the northern part of Australia at some stage in the near future, which is an absolutely frightening prospect, particularly given how well um, our cattle industry is travelling at the moment. It would absolutely just knock us down overnight. You know, um, I looked at the figures that the the department <clears throat> uh, there was an ABARES report in 2013. Yep, estimated a foot and mouth disease outbreak would result in losses ranging up to 52 billion dollars over 10 years, Jeez. and they've just redone those figures, and they're now saying at $80 billion of economic impact because the, the sector would just basically shut down. Our trade, the international trade, in, in just we focus on beef, would just stop overnight. So, I mean, this is this is as serious as it gets. No one would – like it, this it, would it, cause market mayhem. And I'm telling you from and, – and, and the ripple effect is, is so yeah. severe – People just don't understand the enormity. This would send people to the wall. So why are we, we've got a new government, why are we so blasé about it when people like yourself, the Chief Veterinary Officers of Australia, uh, the, the, the we spoke with Senator Susan McDonald earlier this morning, she's of the same ilk, yet why is it that there's not no urgency around this? Well, I suppose because it's, it's a bit of out of sight, out of mind, and people aren't really seeing the effects or understanding um, the effects, you know, like, and when you look at even, you want to talk about people being blasé, um, and maybe that's not the right term, but in Indonesia, they were really focused on this lumpy skin disease two months or so ago, but then all of a sudden, mouth disease popped up there, yeah. and from what we're hearing, they're not even talking about lumpy skin. Yeah. Now, look, they're both, they're both terrible diseases, but at least with foot and mouth disease, if you can look at one small shining light, is there is a vaccine for it. There's no vaccine for lumpy skin. 
so whacked. All the all the attention up north at the moment is getting put into foot and mouth. You know, lappy skin, the one that frankly should be scaring that the living daylights out of all of us. Um, given how it's transmitted, you know, that that's the big concern about lumpy skin is that foot and mouth, it's more a contact thing. It's, it's there, you know, you, you really need to be getting up, up close, um, you know, animal to animal sort of thing before the transmission, whereas lumpy skin is insect born. Um, and as the point's been made, you know, you can have a, a major storm and a mosquito, it can travel hundreds of miles a night, um, yeah. you know, and it can island hop all the way over um, to Australia. And it only affects cattle, lumpy skin. It's not like foot and mouth, which, you know, it, it can get into the goats, the, you know, the sheep, the, the pigs, any cloven-hoofed animal. Lumpy skin is just a cattle livestock disease at the moment. Um, and as I said, the transmission, it can move and jump huge areas in one day. So, you know, they're both very, very bad, but lumpy skin at the moment looks looks to be the one that should be giving us, you know, nightmares. Yeah, that that's the that's the big worry. So where to now, Trent? You, you, I mean, you're an agribusiness lawyer. You're an expert in 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 in, in this kind of field, in the, and you can see what's going on. Where to now? Is it is it for? Our peak bodies to be having urgent discussions is that is that the first necessity? I know well, you say we should be on a plane. Well, all that's happening. So from what the RMAC, um, the Red Meat Advisory Council, um, the National Farmers Federation, um, and the and the department, they have formed um, some fairly high level uh, uh, crisis management groups, and there's a number of them, and they're all working together as best they can. I know. I'm going to get some of this wrong, but John McKillop in the press club the other day was referring to what they actually do have people over in Indonesia now trying to provide support. Um, I spoke with someone up in Indonesia the other day who's uh, very senior in this industry. um, And this is, you know, you you talk about the ramifications of what happened in 2011. Well, this is what's being borne out now is, you know, I I, I made the point to them. I said, we we supply $400 million worth of aid to Indonesia each year, surely. Some of that money should be getting, you know, compartmentalised to be spent on vaccinating the herd up there. And the point was made back to me, yeah, well, 10 years ago, we could have just gone in and done that. But now, the, you know, the level of trust um, following the live export ban in 2011 is such that, you know, you can't just go and do those sort of things anymore. So, look, anyway, that's one thing. They're up there. The chief vet's been up there a couple of times. Um, they are doing whatever they can. And, and I understand there is, significant amount, amounts of vaccine, that is the foot and mouth vaccine, um, being sent into the area. So they're going to try and start some sort of program. The other big concern is, as people have said, why aren't we prophylactically vaccinating our herd here, you know, for foot and mouth? Um, and, the, and the worry about that is um, the way the protocols stand at the moment, if you actually gave your, you know, your cattle herd the shot, they would be deemed to have foot and mouth, um, so which just seems crazy. But that's the reality. We can't get on the front foot and start vaccinating. So we have to get those protocols changed to say, yeah, okay, it's had a shot, but it doesn't have foot and mouth. It's just been inoculated against foot and mouth. So they're doing a number of these things in the background, 
Um, and the other thing is they're threatening everyone, particularly northern cattle producers, to get your biosecurity plans absolutely up to date. You know, oh, they, yes. they want to have the position that, for argument's sake, if, if some, you know, lumpy skin got into the Pilbara, yeah. they might have to shut down the Pilbara and hopefully compartmentalise that part of it to the industry, you know, from a trade point of view. But as I said earlier, you know, they just think that's just, putting your finger in the dike, you know, that the, the mosquitoes will yeah. be able to travel oh, or get on a truck or, you know. It's naivety. It's, it's, it's naivety at its best. It really is. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. As usual, great to talk. And it is a really, really big issue. Um, Trent, great to chat. Have a good weekend. Beautiful. Thanks, Dobbo. Cheers, mate. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.